attendees are in listen-only mode. Hello and welcome to the first Atlanta Tribune TNT webinar for 2016. I am your host, Brent Leary, and thank you for joining us this year. I hope everybody's year is off to a great start, and we think this webinar is going to kick off this year's TNT series in a really cool way. Because we all are looking, I know, I mean, you know, if you've heard a Periscope, you've probably seen a Periscope, you might have done a Periscope or, or a Blab session or some sort of a live streaming event. Um, so, but if you have done it, we got the right person to maybe help you take it to the next level. And if you haven't done it, we definitely have the right person to help you get started in the right way. And really not just for fun and games, but actually for, you know, trying to get customers in the door to try to get your the attention of customers using this live streaming approach. So in a minute, I'm going to turn it over to our guest uh, webinar presenter. She is Monique Johnson, founder of, well, she's got a lot of things going on, but one of the things is both sides of the camera. <laughs> she is a video production expert. She does her own a uh, video show with one of her buddies called Mo Chris. If you go to the YouTube channel, uh, it's some good stuff. <laughs> and she also just helps people understand how they can do video the right way on a budget. So before I turn it over to Monique, I have a couple of little ground rules. I always try to you know, bring so that we keep everybody that wants to tweet and follow the conversation. Um, well, or if you wanted to ask a question right within our GoToWebinar series, uh, this panel there, you can go to your right, drop down that Q&A and, and dump it in there. And I'm looking for it because as Monique goes through her presentation, if you have some questions, uh, I, I was going to try to put them out there so that you can, we can get them answered kind of in real time. Uh, so you can use that. If you like to follow us on Twitter, we're going to be using the uh, hashtag TribuneTNT. And, and trying to type out some of the nuggets that uh, Monique delivers as we go through her, her presentation. And what's really cool about her presentation, it's not just a slide deck. She's actually doing a live Periscope or will be doing a live Periscope while teaching you and me about Periscope and any of the other live streaming events that she mentions. So really cool stuff. So one last thing, if you want to follow us on Facebook, um, you can go to our Facebook page at Technology for Business Sake, all one word, over on Facebook. So I think I've laid the groundwork. And uh, Monique, I'm going to go ahead and pass you over the controls here so we can see your screen. All right. Sounds good. All and right. while that's happening... Uh, this is really cool. I'm, I'm actually jazzed because I want to learn some stuff about Periscope, too. And I know Monique has uh, been doing this for a while. And I've even actually seen you. You're one of the few people that actually has the Facebook video uh, live stream, too, right? Uh, yeah. Well, if you're an iOS person or have an iPhone, have access to it. Uh, but I did hear in a couple of months from now, Android users will have access to it, which is good. That's a good thing. All right. Well, take it away. All right. Can you see my screen? Does it look good and all yeah, that great stuff? You you and the iPhone there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Okay. So thank you so much, Brent, for asking me to come on here because um, live streaming 
pretty much is like a major prediction I had for 2016, the fact that it's going to be everywhere. 2015 was a very, very big year for all sorts of live streaming mobile apps, which we'll talk in detail in a little bit. But um, Light, I'm so glad that you asked me to do this, and thank you so much. It's my second time doing this uh, TNT series, so I'm really thankful for that and for Atlanta Tribune Magazine for having me on board. So since we're talking about live streaming and all that great stuff, right now I'm actually literally live streaming this on Periscope. Um, you can follow me at Monique Johnson, and as you can see on the screen, I'm on all sorts of live streaming um, platforms. There's Periscope, Blab, Snapchat, Facebook Live, and Mevi, which is the newest guy or person or <laughs> platform to the gang. So um, if you guys want to you know, follow me to learn more about live streaming or just video in general, please just follow me. They're pretty much all the same except for Periscope. There's no O, so that's <laughs> about it. <laughs> well, you know, what's really cool, Monique, is it's okay. not often that you have a question before you even get started, but I'm, I'm yeah. just going to throw it out there and, okay. and uh, uh, we have uh, Tina Pfeiffer I think is the way you say it um, she okay. has a real quick question she would like to understand how to get to Periscope TV using Windows 10 I don't know if that's something you cover but I just thought I'd put it out there before you got rolling um, well it should be available on your browser so any browser that you're using, um, and just go to periscope.tv forward slash, and then it would be me, so my username. So it would be periscope.tv forward slash Monique Johnson, and you'll be able to see this live. Or in general, just to see different... The thing is, when you go to periscope.tv, you need to have the person's um, username in order for you to start seeing scopes or previous scopes that are within the 24-hour window. Hopefully that helps. Thank you very much. That's great. Sure. Okay. All right, let's get this started. I'm so excited. Okay. So as you stated, Brent, and if you have any questions, I'll be following on Twitter as well, and I'm sure Brent will as well, uh, Monique O. Johnson, and make sure to use the hashtag, of course, Tribune TNT and or Charm the Camera um, is what normally I use for my hashtags when I um, have people ask me questions. Charm the camera. So what, I like that. That's yeah, charm the camera. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get started with just the definition of what live streaming is. If you look it up in the dictionary and all that great stuff, it's simply just the transmission of an event over the internet. And the two main keywords or parts that is very important is event and internet. Now, an event can be anything, and it doesn't necessarily mean you being at a concert, you being at a sports event, you being outside. An event is just simply you, you putting out your story, you creating this quote-unquote event that you want to share to the world, which is the Internet. The fact that pretty much it's almost accessible worldwide, and it allows you, live streaming in general, allows you to gain your visibility, increase it even more for you as a brand or for your business or if you work for someone. So I just wanted to give you a brief kind of definition that live streaming is just the transmission of an event over the internet and I think this is very very important to understand because the fact that it's accessible to pretty much almost anyone worldwide or anyone who has access to the internet. So we're going to do a brief history lesson here because live streaming isn't new at all like it's not new I remember 
back in the day, which is not that much back in the day, but um, 2007 was a big year where I'm sure many of you are very familiar have heard of Ustream and Justin.tv. They were the two major platforms that came out in 2007 to introduce to the world about how you can just you know, go on these platforms and just start talking to people. I, I love the fact that both Ustream and Justin.tv, you could have a chat component and actually engage with people um, live. And then, um, so that they were two major hips. I remember Ustream tried to create a mobile app, but it wasn't that great, especially uh, compared to the apps today. But I remember they did attempt to try to make it more mobilized, but it wasn't that great. Um, a couple years later, that's when the whole big daddy I call Livestream.com came about. Um, they took it to the next level where you needed like more professional equipment, uh, and it was more of a premium service, so it was more expensive. And then there's this other type of platform called Vocal, and to me, this and um, which I'll cover Spreecast in a little bit are like the godfathers of Google Hangouts because at the time on Vocal you could have at least two other people come on at the same time and um, that was like unheard of. So you fast forward a couple years later um, and you know live streaming kind of died off. Uh, 2011 Spreecast came about, which is very similar to Vocal. You could have three other people on screen, just like Blab, um, if you're not familiar with today. And then Snapchat came about. Now, Snapchat came about, believe it or not, in 2011, but it got a big push in 2014 when Mr. Zuckerberg from Facebook uh, wanted to buy it, and the founder was like, oh, no, 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 no. He knew the value of it, and... Uh, Snapchat is definitely a platform not to sleep on for this year. Uh, fast forward, okay, so there's kind of like a dead period, and in 2013 is when Google Hangouts came about, Google Hangouts Plus and Google Hangouts, and that's when I feel like live streaming came back or was reintroduced in a unique way. That's where you could have other people, up to 10 people on the screen, everyone was talking to each other, and then when they released Google Hangouts Plus, that allowed you to automatically sync it to YouTube and have it go live, and people could watch live. And of course, um, YouTube Live, their platform started being introduced in 2013. I remember throughout those years, um, there were some political debates covered on YouTube Live. Jay-Z did a concert, something of that sort. Um, and so live streaming was kind of reintroduced. But as you notice, all of these were pretty much, well, actually all, except for um, Snapchat, were all desktop platforms. So fast forward to 2015, 2015 was a huge, 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 huge year, okay? So it kicked off with Meerkat, which was launched at South by Southwest, it, which I think is what, March or April, generally? Mar about and March. Then, yeah, about March, right? In Austin, Texas, it was, it was, it was huge, right? It was a, they definitely had a big launch, but, 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 but a couple months later, Twitter decided to take over this company and call it Periscope. Pretty much they saw Meerkat and saw the huge um, benefits behind it and decided, okay, we're going to do Periscope. And it was a huge competition for the very longest between Meerkat and Periscope. However, Meerkat, you could schedule ahead of time and you didn't have to worry about your recordings being available only for 24 hours. So there were pros and cons for each and the communities were different. And, um, however, unfortunately, I would say Periscope has pretty much surpassed Meerkat completely, but it's pretty understandable because they have the backing of Twitter. 
later on in August, uh, I believe, is when Blab was released. For those of you who don't know what Blab is, it's um, very, let's just say it's the simple way of Google Hangouts. However, you only can have four people on the screen. It's created in a four square. So it's four people, you know, compiled into a square as opposed to a horizontal line in Google Hangouts. And um, you can schedule them ahead of time. The, the UX for it is so much better compared to Google Hangouts. I feel like Google Hangouts, they're always changing how you can go live and how you can set up your Google Hangouts. Um, later on, uh, Facebook Live was released to the mobile users by iOS, meaning iPhone users. That was released in um, December of last year. However, Facebook Mentions was released earlier, but that was only for people who were celebrity status on fan pages. So, you know, p certain people could use their fan page to do live video. But now Facebook has been rolling it out to the consumers or to the quote-unquote average people who don't have like 50,000 <laughs> fan fans <laughs> uh, last year and um, I'm, I happen to be an iPhone user so I, was, I made sure to jump on that for sure and now what I've heard lately is that in a couple of months that it will be released to Android and so and then let's fast forward one more time 2016 in January a few weeks ago which around CES uh, Mevi was released. He's the new kid to the block, and um, at the time, I would say they had some really good pros compared to Periscope. But the fact that Periscope is backed by Twitter, it can be—you know—they can turn on new uh, features with a flip of a switch. And so, at the time, Mevi, you could do private groups. You can make money off of the Mevi platform, which is very unique kind of like a YouTube content creator and there's um, yeah there's some other things that Mevi has that you know the other platforms don't have but they're smaller and they're just a startup and they're located out of New York so they're still kind of working out some quirks and things but they're really good at customer service and there's a really good um, community that's growing there but for 2015 the major the major um, thing to think about is the fact that it's mobile. Mobile live streaming apps have come about and they're going to be here for a while. You don't have to worry about it being necessarily strictly on desktop. I also want to say for Blab, you want to use the desktop version because they have more features there, more so than the mobile version. However, the mobile version is really, really good. And unfortunately, Blab is, no long, is not on Android, I don't think, right now. It's only available to iPhone users. So that's a you know brief kind of history lesson for you guys to let you guys know that live streaming is not new, but what is new is the fact of people recognizing the fact that mobile devices are here to stay. More and more people are using their mobile devices for everything, and I believe um, it's been recently stated that people who Google or do searches online on mobile devices have now outnumbered those that do it on their desktops, which is huge. And more and more companies and brands are, are noticing this fact and will be creating more and more products in order to cater to these audiences. Awesome. Okay, so we're going we're gonna to talk about... Are there any questions or anything? No, but there's a comment, and I just wanted to throw that out there from Doug Lehman. And he's oh, Doug! Mo, you are doing a great job in Lehman's terms. 
Love the vocal <laughs> interaction on this. I will I will put it in Leary's terms. I think he's right. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm definitely hi Doug. I'm definitely I know who Doug is. So thank you so much, Doug, for the shout out. All right, so we're gonna tackle next why live streaming. Well, number one, it's because we're live. You're live. I think about the times when you went to a TV, maybe you went to a TV show or a concert and you were able to see it live. That made you feel special. That made you feel that you saw something firsthand before it was released to everyone else. The whole idea of being live is, is phenomenal and the fact that you, it's, it's raw. People will, will know, like, and trust you even faster because there's no editing and they're seeing you for who you are or seeing the brands or seeing behind the scenes live. So. The fact that it's 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 something that or an event that people can see firsthand and see it right then and there is huge. Another reason is a whole bunch of reasons. One is accountability with um, coaching challenges, which I will tackle that in a little bit. Behind the scenes access, real time engagement with the community, um, using it as a piloting system, which I'll tackle that later. U using it for a pre or a post show. Q&A with your viewers, multi-channel with webinars or presentations. So right now, the fact that I'm doing this webinar or presentation with you, Brent, and Aladdin Tribune Magazine, and the fact that I am actually live streaming this on Periscope at the same time. So creating multi-channels with that. Doing product release announcements firsthand or breaking exclusive news. So these are all several ways or just different ways to kind of get the brain juices flowing on how you can use live streaming for yourself and for your business. Okay, one other thing, live streaming. You don't have to worry about fancy equipment. As you can see here, I have some fancy equipment in the background. I got my my microphone, my umbrella lights and all that. But no, all I need is my phone. And you don't even have to worry about video editing. It's right then and there, and boom, everyone can see it. So for those of you who are camera shy or who do not want to do video, which pretty much you need to be doing video, especially for this year and, and from here on out, you don't have to worry about spending, fancy, spending a lot of money on fancy equipment. All you need is your mobile device, literally. That's it. And you don't have to worry about spending all types of time to learn about video editing or the actual time to put videos together and edit them. You don't have to worry about that with live streaming. All you need is your phone, literally, or your tablet. Another is the fact that, oh, sorry, is um, <laughs> this guy's eating this raw piece of meat. It's the fact that it's raw, guys. People want to see you for who you are, and they don't want you, you know, people don't want to see like a, uh, something that's been rehearsed or anything of that sort. Not to say, though, I'm not knocking the fact that, you know, you shouldn't be creating YouTube videos or anything like that where you rehearse them and things like that. But live streaming, the fact that it's raw and people can see you for who you are is huge, and this will allow you to attract the right type of audience for you. And lastly, it's free, guys. All of these platforms, especially the ones I mentioned from uh, mobile devices, uh, let's see, Facebook Live, Snapchat, um, Blab, Periscope, MeV, all of those, Meerkat, they're all free. So you have no excuse. So this is why I say, this is why I say, if you want to tackle video and get started with it right away, you need to be doing live stream. If you're camera shy and you just just the whole idea of you being on camera really freaks you out, 
the, the platform I suggest that you should use right now is Blab because with Blab you can have other people on there with you so you don't feel alone or feel so anxious about it okay so I say get started with Blab once you get familiar with that and comfortable with that then you can move on to other platforms that that are only silo which solo silo solo such as Periscope and things like that because I admit last year most of the beginning of, or the mid of last year with Periscopes and Meerkats I was doing it with someone else and it wasn't until I decided okay January I'm gonna be everywhere I'm gonna be using video but I was really really afraid to do this all by myself but once I did it and got it done you'll get addicted and that's the thing each of these platforms have communities you can interact with people you can share I've met so many people I've learned so many new things especially business-wise just you know being on Periscope or Blab and the fact that they're available for 24 hours it forces me to go and watch and also I kind of treat them now like podcasts I'm like I have it on on loud speakerphone and I'm listening to it because I don't necessarily need to see what they're doing but the content that they're sharing is is phenomenal so I say live streaming is where it's at for 2016 it's definitely something you should take very very seriously whether you're an entrepreneur a business owner or if you work for a company to help them grow their brand. How are we doing there with questions, Brent? Well, we got another comment. Um, actually, uh, Lynette Singleton says that her definition of live streaming is that it is real-time, authentic social engagement. Yes, yes, I love that. That is very, very true, very, very true. So as I mentioned before, uh, pretty much when it comes to getting started with live streaming you just need your mobile phone but sometimes you might be in a noisy area or sometimes there might be the lighting issues or you know the the I, you might be in a tight spot and you're not able to fully get all that you need in the shot so here are some suggestions of what I say a live stream pro kit the most important is sound because audio will make or break your videos point blank you could have the ugliest looking video in the world not have the greatest lighting but if your sound is horrible or staticky or people can't hear you or there's loud noises people will leave in a heartbeat so I definitely suggest in looking into um, investing in external microphone the one I recommend or love is the Audio-Technica um, ATR2100 and the fact that it just plugs directly into your device this can be used for Android or iPhone the next one is Rode um, I forgot what it's called but the Rode has one too but if you want to learn more or just have more suggestions head on over to DIYMobileVideo.com and if you sign up to the email list you'll instantly get a checklist of several types of accessories as I I'm showing you here you can invest in some cheap umbrella lights uh, from Cowboy Studios or LED kit to make it more mobile but most importantly guys you don't want your videos to be shaky you want to be able to attach it to some sort of tripod so I definitely highly recommend you looking into a tripod attachment I recommend um, a company eye stabilizer uh, they're most my I love the products that they create especially for mobile devices so definitely check them out and then to be unique like I have different lenses I have a fisheye lens and a wide angle lens those type of lenses I highly recommend especially if you're in a tight spot or area and you want to show more 
of yourself or whatever it is you're sharing in your shot. So once again, if you want to see more accessories or different things, you can um, invest to make your live streams more professional. And uh, head on over to DIYMobileVideo.com. Okay, so next. Okay, you guys heard about all these different platforms. And I'm sure some of you guys who haven't started yet are like, okay, that's great, but which one do I get started on? Which one do I get started on? So there's a lot, there's two major theories. One is, you know, you select one and you put all your eggs in one basket and just stay on that one and focus on that one. The other one is to use different ones, which this is what I stand for, is to use the ones that you're most comfortable with. So for me, like for instance, I use mostly Snapchat, Blab, Periscope, and then I'm experimenting more and more with Facebook Live. So I use all of these, but the thing is what I do, which we're going to tackle next, which I think is going to be huge for you guys, is leveraging each of these platforms and have them work for you on different levels. So my philosophy is pick the ones, like play with each of them, pick the ones that you're most comfortable with, and leverage them off of each other, which we're going to tackle next. However, if you just feel that you can just handle just one at a time, that is totally fine, but it's all about consistency. That's the key, guys. You have to be consistent with everything else, with marketing, social media, all of that. It's all about consistency and engagement, and in order for you to really take advantage of these platforms and the community and to grow your community, it's all about consistency. All right, so the first step I say when it comes to live streaming is creating what I call show planners. Now, like I said before, I wanted to be on all over live streaming, but what really held me back was, you know, what do I come up with or what do I say? So um, I decided to create these, these planners where I can put it in a notebook and kind of refer back and forth whether, um, you know, to see what I tackled recently or to see if there's a new... Um, topic that I should tackle and as you can see here on the screen there's me V and blab and those are both uh, two types of show planners that I created so if that's something that you would like to um, print off or whatnot you can go to moniquejohnson.com and this URL forward slash show planners show dash planners um, but I think that's very key is you can't just put it on the live stream button and just go record. It's, it's going to be an epic fail. You need to outline your videos of some sort. I'm not saying coming up with a script, guys. I'm saying outline them. Have a bullet point. That has helped me tremendously. The next is the whole idea of creating content. So pretty much, if you're just doing a small two and a half minutes of a live stream video, that's equivalent to 300 to 500 words of a blog post. So all you got to do is, one, press the record button, say on a Periscope, have it recorded, and have, and then the next thing you know, post it on your blog, and have it written out, or just at least have the show notes beneath it, and that's it. That makes the whole idea of creating, or consistently creating blog content easier for you, especially for those who are companies or major brands, and it's just, it's a lot of time. I know you guys have a lot of things that are on your plate, but that's such an easy way to just embed your recordings on your blog and just create a written blog post beneath them with just a bunch of snow notes or major talking points. That's it. Or if you want to have it transcribed, it, it'll be the equivalent to about 300 to 500 word blog posts. So that's another way on how you can expand or redistribute your live streams. 
Next, I want to talk to you guys about this lovely service called Catch.me. I discovered this service when I first got on Meerkat, and pretty much it at the time with um, Meerkat, you couldn't have a recording or push people to a recording unless you physically um, uploaded your recording to YouTube or something. So Catch.me is a service which I highly recommend for you to sign up where it's completely free and what they do is they automatically post or publish your recordings on your Periscope or on Meerkat to their platform. So if you want your recordings to live longer than 24 hours, then you want to sign up for Catch.me. Also, what's very important about Catch.me is you want to make sure that you are optimizing your titles and doing the general SEO type of things that you do for anything else that you publish because now if you're optimizing your videos on Catch.me, they're now being ranked in Google, which is huge. So Catch.me is pretty much another, I guess, video search engine that's coming up and you want to make sure you're filling out the descriptions and the titles correctly and optimizing them. So head on over to catch.me. So for instance, mine is catch.me forward slash Monique O. Johnson. And that's where you can point people to, to if you want them to see your other periscopes and other, thing, and other types of um, recordings that you want to live forever. And you also have the choice to bring them down if you want to delete them. It's really cool. Um, uh, I think you answered that, but just to make sure, are there any sure. other services that you can save your Periscope broadcast to? Um, not that I know of. I know Catch.me is the major one, and it's free. Okay. Well, that you said the right words because Jeff Brathwaite, who was asking that question, anything uh -huh. that's free, that's for him. So that that's good. <laughs> Then one more question uh, we have from, oh, I can't see the whole name here, uh, Glenda Brown. Uh, she asked, uh, make sure I get this right, how long should you live stream for? Is there any rules of thumb when it comes to the length of a live stream? However long or however great your content is. So what I mean by that is if your content if what you have to say is very short and to the point that is fine but you don't want to draw it out either. So that's why I always say plan out your videos, outline them. Most of my periscopes in general last between 30 to an hour depending on what it is, depending on what you're doing. So as I mentioned, um, you can do different things like for instance this webinar that I'm doing right now it's going to be about an hour. There's people who've actually Periscoped or scoped, that's the colloquialism for the Periscope community, um, have done live scopes of like their whole uh, conference or conference sessions, which can be from one to two hours, depending on what it is. So um, I would say that's kind of like a trial and error. I would say at least initially you want to make them, I, I guess, 10 to 15 minutes, but of really, really good content because that's the thing. The attention span on these type of um, live, uh, live stream platforms are very slim to none, and you need to engage people immediately. Otherwise, they are going to leave in a heartbeat. And so um, I hope that answers that question. I think it did. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we talked about planning, 
your live streams and um, and how you can get a distribution service like catch.me to kind of house them for you. So next we're going to talk about some syndication for your live stream because I know a lot of you guys are like, okay, this is great, especially for a Periscope. It's live for 24 hours, so what do I do next, okay? You put all this time into these communities, creating these videos, but they disappear, or, you know, what do I do with them next? So the whole idea of syndication, next what you want to do is upload to YouTube and conduct some keyword research based on the topics that you've created or based on the Actually, I would recommend doing the key keyword research before you actually do these, um, uploading it to YouTube, or especially if you plan on using YouTube as a way to expand your reach and grow your reach. So upload to YouTube, conduct some keyword research. You want to optimize your video title. You want to utilize YouTube cards. Uh, and if you guys are not familiar with what they are, they're pretty much going to replace annotations. And it's a feature that is available to YouTubers or people who create content that allows uh, you to push people out to external websites, push them to additional um, videos, kind of creating a mini network for yourself. So um, YouTube cards, and it, it literally displays like a card or pops up on the, excuse me, like a screen on the card. But what's very, very important here, guys, so I definitely recommend you guys start using YouTube cards, is the fact that they are clickable now on mobile devices, which is huge because annotations before are still, you know, you can only use annotations or have them available, but they can only be clickable if you are watching a video on a desktop, not on a mobile device. But YouTube cards, they are now clickable on your mobile device, which is huge. You're getting more and more traffic to your websites and to your other videos wherever you're pushing them or your audience to. Can I just say that I think you need to increase your enthusiasm at this point? I, I don't know if we're 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 getting it from you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is great. Oh, okay. I'm I'll just say what? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, well, I got we got a question. We got a couple of questions. Um, one uh, I'll, I'll kind of answer, and that's from sure. my friend Wanda McKenzie. Will we be able to receive these charts? Uh, we're gonna put these slides together and we'll make sure you guys have access to them. Is that okay with you, Monique? Yeah, sure. Okay, great. That's... And the second one is from, uh, make sure I, gosh, I get these names, Daryl Dendridge. And Daryl wants to know, uh, what does optimi what does optimized video title mean? Sure. So optimized video title is pretty much once you conduct a keyword research, meaning you figure out certain keywords that you want to rank in YouTube or search engines and you use those keywords and include them in your video title what they mean by optimizing them so that when you say the keyword is business which is very broad in general and it would be very hard to rank for that but say um, how to conduct business over video so I'm optimizing my video title by including the keyword business in there um, so basically optimizing pretty much means utilizing or creating um, keywords that you want to rank for when people when you want when you think or want people to search for something and so that actually brings up another good point for your audience and everyone who's watching 
is the fact that YouTube is the number two search engine in the world and it's owned by Google. So what does that mean? What that means is, guys, that if you are optimizing your videos, as in you're including your keywords in your title, in your description, in the title of your actual video clip, in your scripts, mentioning it several times throughout your video, Google is going to favor your video or your content more so over written content. Google loves videos, or sorry, Google loves YouTube videos because they own YouTube. And also because YouTube is the number two search engine in the world, that's where people are going now to search for things. So if you are, are creating or providing a product or a service and you're not on YouTube, then you're missing out on a lot of potential customers because people are now, instead of just Googling it, they're going straight to YouTube now to figure out or to, to um, either figure out how to do something or how, um, looking for a service or a product that will help them with their problem. I know I kind of went off on a tangent there, but no, that's okay. That's that. okay. Uh, Daryl had a follow up and uh, I think he wants to know is, is, should you be, should they be using hashtags in their, their titles? No. Um, no, not when you're uploading it to YouTube, you don't want to use hashtags. That was short. And that was great. Yeah. <laughs> However, if you're use, you know, if you're creating your titles for Periscope or for the actual live streaming platforms, you do want to use hashtags. But if you're repurposing your content and uploading to YouTube, no, do not use hashtags in your video title. One one okay. comment from Jeff Brathwaite, who uh, he wanted me to share with with uh, everyone that Periscope will also allow you to save your broadcast to your phone's gallery. Uh, there is an yes, auto-save broadcast true. in Periscope settings. There, so just throw that in there. Right. So I'm sorry. Yes. So this is the whole idea of the whole syndication. And I skipped that step. My apologies. Is the fact that after you create a Periscope, a Blab, or any of that sort, you do have the option to save these videos to your phone gallery. And once you do and have that raw video, that's when you want to upload. do this process of uploading it to YouTube, conducting keyword research, optimizing the video title, um, making sure you include a YouTube cards feature. I also suggest for Periscope specifically, you want to record the, the comments in the hearts footage from Periscope directly. So go into periscope.tv within your 24 hour mark so people can see the questions in hearts and people can see, oh wow, this person is getting a lot of engagement. I recommend that you re actually record all of that because you don't necessarily get that. And you want to split them up into 10 to 25 second video clips as well. So you upload to YouTube the whole general whole um, Periscope or the whole, I guess, performance or event that you just recorded. But then you also want to divvy them up and use other platforms in which you can, for instance, put it on uh, Vine or Instagram video, which is a 15 seconds, or even just small little Facebook clips so people can see or where they're pointing where you're pointing them to your periscope or your YouTube video so that is just a simple idea on how you can repurpose your video but I'm about to upgrade you guys and I'm really excited about the next part so <laughs> while you while you while you get ready to upgrade us like there's actually a follow-up question we're getting some really good questions and then we appreciate everybody who's participating sure. here. Uh, Darren Campbell just wanted to know why why don't you use hashtags on YouTube I think you were just talking about the not in the title, but you can 
to put the tags with hashtags in there, right? Yeah, yeah, you, you could put the tags with hashtags, but I thought he was talking about the video title. No, that was that was Daryl. This is Darren. I, I think maybe we you know, just wanted to clarify that. So that's good. Thank you. Okay, sure. Anything else? Not at the moment, but you know, these people are asking a whole bunch of questions. So just you know, that's good. <laughs> that's hopefully really. Good. This is, uh, hopefully, they're learning a lot from this. Okay. Well, even if they aren't, I am. So that's good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is all for you, huh, Brian? Yeah, uh, you know, I have okay, all everybody. Food, everybody you know. else. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Okay. So this is just the bare bones on how you can syndicate your content and have it go on, you know, more than one platform and not just having it just sit on Periscope or Catch.me like I mentioned before. So next, this lovely diagram is what I call your brand video network. And what I want you guys to think of this right now is think of a TV network, okay? Think of a TV network and how it's set up, a TV channel network. And basically, your hub, or what I call the mothership, is your YouTube, is YouTube. YouTube is your mothership, your hub, where you want people to go in and out. And how you can use this, this is my method on how you can kill it in 2016 or just kill it with video in general. This is your blueprint right here, people. So pay attention and be ready to take copious notes. Okay. So this is what we're going to do here. So as you can see here, we're going to start off with the upper left-hand corner is Instagram. As I mentioned before, you can do 15-second clips. And basically, what you want to do is you want to use live streaming platforms like Facebook Live, as you can see here, MeV, Periscope, Snapchat, and, and Instagram videos to start marketing the new episode that you're going to create for your YouTube channel. I want you to think of your YouTube channel pretty much let's just say ABC because I love Shonda Rhimes on Thursday night so we're going to use that as an example. So think of YouTube as ABC and it's Thursday night and as you guys know I think this week is when you know how to get away with murder and all those shows are coming back which is awesome but anyway uh, what they're doing right now though what, what ABC is doing is they're showing you different um, teasers. They're showing you different pre-shows. I'm sure they're doing interviews. Um, I, I follow some of the actors who are doing some of these shows. They're, they're giving you teasers behind the scenes. They're, they're creating these 15-second video clips on Instagram. It's great. Now imagine you want to do a, a new show, like how in general with uh, TV networks. What do they do? They do what you call a pilot, right? They want to gauge to see whether this is going to stick or whether people are gonna actually going to watch that. Well, you want to do the same thing with your live streaming episodes or videos that you're creating. And this is what I've been doing literally since the beginning of January. So what I do is, okay, I'm going to come up with a topic using my show planner. I create this topic, so I'm going to give you an example of the first one I did, which was my 2016 um, predictions for video, and I played it off of the State of the Union address, and you know, President Obama did one earlier this year, and I, I released it around that time. And so I, I'm, I got onto Periscope, I got onto Blab, and I did a few Snapchats letting people know my predictions. And the fact that I got really good um, engagement, I said, okay, that's my that's what I'm using as my piloting system. I'm also so I do that, and then I actually create the actual YouTube episode that I um, published. And as a result, I cut that episode up, or even some of my live streams up, 
into little clips and I'm putting it onto Instagram, but I'm pushing people from Instagram to say, hey, if you want to see more of what I predicted for 2016, head on over to my Periscope in such and such time, or head on to Facebook Live at such and such time. And so I'm slowly revealing steps, little by little, what I'm about to show and, and share in my main episode, which will be on YouTube. So once I publish it on YouTube, then I have a post show. I go into Blab, Periscope, Snapchat, or Mevi, which you'll see in the lower left-hand corner, and I start talking about the different things that I predicted or some things that people didn't agree with or some things that um, people wanted to talk more about. I actually had post shows of, talk, of talking what I predicted more in depth. I also cut up the, um, like I said, the 15 second uh, clips into teasers. For Snapchat, you can only create 10 second videos. And then, as I mentioned before, the whole idea of syndication, I made sure that um, whenever I had something go on live stream, it's syndicated to catch.me. Catch and of course, at the end of these live streams, I say, I hope you guys like this content. If you want to see more, I'm actually releasing an episode on YouTube. Be sure to head on over there. And so I'm constantly pushing people to YouTube, but I'm using these different um, platforms and creating my, my own network. Okay. Um, another idea is, say for instance, I know you guys are familiar with Bravo TV and how they have reunion shows. And what happens? I mean, sorry, reality shows. What happens when the season's over? They have a reunion or a post show. So using things like Google Hangouts or Blab, say you talk about, um, say I talk about live streaming and I have different guest experts, different people who are using one specific um, platform and I have them all come to get together and we actually do a reunion post show where they really share with us their ideas about it. Or if I had them as a guest on my YouTube channel but then I'm like, okay, I would like for you to do a post show with such and such and such and such because I have you all together and you guys have various viewpoints. So as you can see here, this is what I call the brand, new, brand video network and this is your blueprint on how you can kill it and utilizing both live stream and YouTube because even though live stream is very, very important for this year or just in general, you do not want to ne neglect YouTube. If anything, like I stated before at the beginning of this presentation, is the whole idea of leveraging these platforms off of one another. Okay, I'm all about choosing the ones that you're most familiar with or most comfortable with or familiar with and leveraging them off of each other to create your own web TV network. And it's all for free. You don't have to worry about getting investment or the big dollars or anything like that. This is about you building yourself and gaining um, authority and visibility by using these platforms that are readily available to you. Are we okay with questions? Anything like that, Brent? Uh, we, we had one question from Daryl. Uh, just a question kind of about YouTube. Is there, is there any way to shorten the upload time for YouTube? Um, the shorter your video, the better. And uh, more I bandwidth. guess the less edit. More uh, yeah, more bandwidth. <laughs> yeah, more upload bandwidth, <laughs> and um, the less of if you have like a whole bunch of edits going on. If you have, you know, as far as excuse me, graphics and things like that, that can somewhat shorten it. But pretty much, it's the it's the amount of your video file size, and normally that is as your video, you know, takes up more time, or you, the more recorded video you have, your video length. 
Anything else? No, that's uh, it. Oh, well, okay. No, we're just some more comments. Uh, Phoenix Parker says, so awesome. Thank you. Oh, awesome. Thank you. That's a good one. Oh, and let's see. Oh, boy. Here we are with Jeff Brathwaite again. Hey, this guy's got an awful lot of questions. Well, that's <laughs> He's got <laughs> mine, so that's okay. Uh, he says, do you know of a service that will reverse your Periscope videos? Some ad Android phones have experienced their saved broadcast video are reversed as though they were filmed in a mirror. Oh, huh. That's interesting. No, I do not, unfortunately, know of some sort. Um, if anything, what you can do is in a editing platform, video editing platform, you can just flip it um, to the correct way. Uh, for Android users, the platform that I recommend, hold on, let me think. DIY Mobile Video, what do we recommend again? We recommend... Um, Kind Master Pro, K-I, actually, I'm going to put it in the message here. Okay. Well, I can't. But Kind Master Pro, it's K-I-N-E Master, all one word, Pro, Pro, you know, Space Pro. Um, that is a video editing uh, app that you can use, and you should be able to flip it. If not, I would just do it on, a, on your desktop. If you're a PC, Movie Maker, if you're on a Mac, I would just use iMovie instead of you know, investing in fancy software. All right, that's great. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Any other questions or comments? Hopefully you guys are, hopefully I was able to articulate this correctly, but I think this is very, very major. And as Brett has mentioned, I'll be sure to put this slide deck together so you guys can refer back to this. Uh, so far, uh, they're probably think so you got uh, about uh, 10 minutes, folks, to, if you have questions, this would be a good time to start putting them out there because uh, we we only get Monique for another 10 minutes, so. Yes, yes. So I'm about to move through this very quickly. Um, so I'm going to introduce to you guys two major people who are doing exactly what I just preached right here. One is the... Famous, if you guys are not familiar with him, Uncle G, as they call him, Grant Cardone. He is a sales extraordinaire, salesman, pro. I definitely recommend that you check him out. Um, GrantCardone.com is his website. You can follow him on Periscope and everywhere else at at sign Grant Cardone, as it's spelled here. And this is how I pretty much put the whole idea of the brand video network together. And these two guys are pretty much all-stars who are literally killing it. Grant Cardone, he's written so many books. He does. He, he's created his own kind of like YouTube web network on his website. He has various shows that are pointing to one each other within YouTube. And then now he's also using Periscope. He's on Snapchat. And he's using those and Facebook Live constantly like three to five times a day guys and he's constantly it seems like he's everywhere and he's really killing it with video and really using video on all these platforms as a way to create his brand video network so Grant Cardone is definitely someone to look into the other one is Christopher M Duncan or Christopher Duncan he's from New Zealand but he currently lives in California when I was first getting onto Periscope early this year well actually late last year He's one of the people that made me fall in love with Periscope um, because he I've learned so much about business from him. He comes on to Periscope maybe two, three times a day, 
and he's sharing his business knowledge. He's a um, serial entrepreneur, multimillionaire, and pretty much he does five videos per week on YouTube, does three Facebook posts, and he does weekly webinars, but he's using these live streaming um, platforms and YouTube to point people to build his business and to build his brand. And so I think these are two people for you to look at in order to get to really feel the idea is what I'm talking about in regards to creating your brand video network. Um, and the reason behind a brand video network is one, once again, leveraging and these questions. So I actually got these questions from Christopher um, Duncan on one of his periscopes. And this is literally hung above my computer. And it's I'm not going to read all of them, but pretty much this will help you answer all of these questions in regards to creating your brand authority. You need to think about how am I creating my brand? How am I how am I creating my authority? How am I serving my audience and giving them to them for free? How am I showing up every single day? How am I doing this every single day? How do you get up each day and serve them? What do you want your customers to think about? What is the brand? What is the message? Are you doing enough for them to see you as that? Are you positioning yourself at the top? And brand video, this brand video network idea that I'm talking about will help you do this, will help you create your authority in your brand. And I guarantee you, if you talk to either Grant or Chris, they both will tell you that what they've been doing with video has helped them to get to where they are today as far as visibility and marketing, visibility and marketing themselves. So I want to quickly give you some examples. So one of the... Um, ways that I said you could use live streaming is to do what I call coaching challenges and this is for people who are coaches or consultants or you know who have clients where they're doing one-on-one -on -one sessions so two major people that I wanted to um, address is Ann Samalove sorry I can't, can never pronounce her name but she specializes in advising people on how to conduct product launches online and Miss Trenchcoat, which is Alexis, she's all about um, planning and, and creating organizers for your business. So what they do and how they've created their own brand video network is that on Instagram, they have these photo or video challenges, right? As you can see in these screenshots before. And they each have a, um, a theme or for each day where it encourages people to do that. And in order to join the challenge, they, they encourage you to, one, sign up to their email list autoresponder, and then that pushes you to a, a private Facebook group. Then at either at the, begin, at the beginning of the launch or before the launch during the pre-launch days, Ms. Trenchcoat especially, she will go on YouTube Live or Google Hangouts Live and have a webinar or a live performance of whatever topic or whatever the, the specific challenge is about. Then she'll actually launch the challenge on Periscope and as Ann Semilov, what she does is while she's doing this challenge, she's encouraging people to check out or to come on to Periscope as accountability for people to answer her questions that they have challenge or for her to go into detail specifically on a certain topic. Then once again, all of these are recorded and, and um, uh, push to catch.me where they can uh, refer people who weren't able to watch these periscopes live say hey I know you're part of this challenge but look at catch.me to, to uh, catch up on what you've missed and then once again they're launching their coaching prog program after they've encouraged you to watch all of their periscopes 
So this is just one way on how you can use it from a consulting um, perspective or coach perspective. And basically it's all about being creative and thinking outside of the box. So that's from just a personal entrepreneurial solopreneur perspective. And now I'm going to actually show you a brand. And that is Birch Box. And I absolutely love I'm not really into beauty, but I just love what Birch Box is doing. Birch Box is a beauty delivery service um, that is catered for both women and men. And basically each month you have the, they provide these uh, beauty boxes that you can order each month of specific items either that you want customized or what they think you should try out for that month. So as you can see here, they are on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and somewhat on Periscope. And what they do is amazing, guys. They've created their own brand video network. I would say what they do is they start off with Snapchat, and they'll talk about the unboxing of a particular um, box that they have for the, the, for the month. So this, this month is all about Valentine's Day, so they have a special Valentine's Day. So they'll put on Snapchat, hey guys, check us out, <clears throat> excuse me, of a live or a recording of our live unboxing on YouTube or on Facebook Live. And they'll either push you to Facebook Live or YouTube. And at the same time, they're simultaneously recording on Facebook Live. They're also using that same camera for what they're going to post on YouTube. So they're going back and forth in that. They're also using Instagram and using the recordings of this unboxing and pushing you to YouTube or to Facebook Live as a teaser or a pre-show, like I mentioned before, saying, hey, guys, if you want to see our live unboxing, head on over to our fan page where um, you can see it live. And then they're doing the same thing for Periscope. They're not using Periscope as much, but I would say they're really focusing on Snapchat, which I think is huge, and you guys should not on Snapchat this year. I'm sure a lot of you all are familiar with Gary Vaynerchuk. He's really pushing hard on Snapchat. I've learned so many different things and met so many new people on Snapchat. It's crazy. Another great guy to follow is Chris Ducker. He's on there as well. So um, this is what they're doing. And I'm going to show you some snapshots real quick on how they're doing this. So as you can see on Snapchat, what I love about Birchbox is they're using or they're utilizing their employees to help them do this. So each week or each day, a different employee is giving you the a day of an employee of Birchbox. So you're basically following an employee for a whole day as to how they're going about their day, working at Birchbox or just in general. So in the first screenshot, you see that um, one employee is talking about a nail polish that they sell but also encouraging, which you can't really see, but it's saying go to youtube.com forward slash birchbox to learn more about that particular nail polish. Then the the um the the box or the for the the month, as you can see in the next uh, snapshot, is you know, they're actually giving you a picture and even though they're going to the gym, they're making sure they're showcasing the birch box that they're um, showcasing for that month. And then they're doing mini tutorials here. So in the third one, they're, um, they're just showing a video on their YouTube channel on how to put on um, eye makeup. And, and they're making sure they're using on this Snapchat. Because on Snapchat, you can use pictures or video clips. And it's saying, use your ring finger to apply. The next snapshot is of, or screenshot, sorry, is actually um, Birchbox being inside the store. And they're doing a tour of that. And each of the employees are doing that. And the next one is a um, 
on how to remove makeup. So they're saying step one and step two, boom, very simple. And they're doing this every single day. It's amazing. And they're using Snapchat to encourage people to go to their other video networks and platforms. Wow. Monique. And that we're at the yeah. top of the hour and I and I don't want to keep you any longer than I mean this has been awesome and you've provided such great information, but we don't want to keep you any longer than we have to. So if there's if there's some last uh, few things that we can help the folks sure. with, that would be great. And we do have a question after we kind of wrap this one up. Okay, sure, sure. So I was just going to continue and just show like how they're using our Instagram and Facebook Live, and these are just um, screenshots. But in general, that was it. That was the last part. So hopefully those of you who have um, joined this this webinar and those who are watching the replay, I hope that you guys are now thinking about giving live streaming a chance or another chance for those of you who started and kind of fell off or those of you who are kind of on the you know, fence about it. But it's a great way for you to get started with video in general. It helps you create content, even written content as I went over before. And if you have any questions, be sure to reach out to me. You can follow me here as you can see on the screen. And thank you so much, Brent and Atlanta Tribune Magazine for having me. Um, for your February TNT expert series. You no, thank you. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was awesome, and I'm just gonna uh, read a couple. I mean, the comments are pouring in about how great a job you did. Uh, just oh, thank you. A couple, uh, Daryl, great job with about uh, I don't know, 10, 12, 50 exclamation points after that. Uh, Michelle Marshall, this has been a great hour. I had no idea with so many video streaming uh, platforms. Uh, Jeff Brathwaite says to, he always starts his, his uh, comment, tell her, tell her. All right, I'm going to tell her. Uh, she, tell her I downloaded the KineMaster Pro, and it was an excellent recommendation for the re, uh, reversion of the video or reversion of the video problem. So he says thanks Good. for that. And just, uh, you know, there's less, a lot of them. So in other words, you are awesome. So thank you uh, for the great hour. Thanks all the folks that were on and, and joining us today. And not just watching, but actually participating. This has been some great participation, great questions, and, and great collaboration because we have people adding some really great suggestions. So this is awesome. I want you to know that this has been recorded, and we will be sending out a link to that recording in the next day or so. And uh, once again, thank you. Have a great night. And uh, we will see you next month. Be on the lookout for uh, information about the next webinar coming from the Atlanta Tribune. Thanks again. And everybody have a great night.